Well, in today's show, we've got news about a brand new Wreck-It Ralph experience happening at the Void. We also have a peek behind the scenes at Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy, as well as trivia and so much more, all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. So, um, how was your Thanksgiving? Was it good? It was good. You did not do Disney this Thanksgiving. No. You were planning on it. Correct. Your original plans were to go to... Flying Fish, and then back to Torah. And that fell through. And correct. So you went to a place near here. Correct. I went to a place we hadn't been to in a few years. I haven't been there in a while either. Uh, we went to Cape May Cafe. Mm-hmm. Had a great time. Mm-hmm. Really, really good time. Um, it was uh, it was great, as always. Bumped into some uh, f- friends of this podcast and cool. uh, the Park Hoppers podcast. Nice. Uh, they were there because of on our On purpose or by accident? On purpose. They came up okay. to talk to us. And uh, it's always nerve-wracking when someone says, hey, we're here because of your recommendation. I'm like, how'd you like it? <laughs> and they loved it. It was great. Yeah, Seafood was amazing. The, uh, the service was outstanding. And the one thing that you should really do is if you're, if you're ever on Disney property and you're eating in a restaurant, if you have stellar service, please let the manager know. Um, because one thing that we discovered is um, there's two things we discovered. I want to share them with you. First thing is is they always are looking for ways to promote their their uh, their servers, and by promote, I mean mm-hmm. like give kudos to or give them a little extra something something. So tell the managers if you had great service. Right. Second thing is you ever wondered about all the all the Thanksgiving dinners that Disney does on Thanksgiving Day across the parks and how similar they are? Mm-hmm. You ever wonder about that? Yeah. So we were talking to the chef. Probably one giant master kitchen making turkeys. No. Well. That is not accurate. Ooh. There's several kitchens that do work on aspects of the dinners. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the most part, the chefs have creative control over side dishes and uh for the most part i think uh the turkeys are done uh you know mashed potatoes and right. that kind of stuff but they're the, not defying them they're not but the chefs have some say in how things are done uh yeah. for some of the side dishes some of the accoutrements but for the most part disney kind of sort of dictates how that goes mm. uh there's not one giant kitchen i think there's many kitchens yeah but disney disney tries to keep the um, the quality the same. Sure. But the, the chefs do have a little bit of autonomy and yeah. autonomy when it comes to that kind of stuff, certain things. Because I was wondering if, like, if, if we had Thanksgiving dinner next door, mm-hmm. would the turkey taste the same or different? Same. Yeah, it would. It tastes the same. Yeah. Last fun fact for the day. Go ahead. Ask your question. The only place it may be different if they're still doing it, which – they probably are, is uh, California Grill. The last time I was there, they do an organic, free-range, no GMO, grass-fed, you know, bottle-fed turkey, you know, 
never frozen. It's like from death to your plate. Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if every signature restaurant gets that kind of, you know, turkey or that was just something California Grill was doing. I know. It's a heck of a good question. Yeah. So, next door to Cape May Cafe is the Ale and Compass restaurant. Oh, yeah, sure. Guess how many seats they overbooked by? Oh, probably a couple hundred. More? Thousand? No, way less, but you're... 300? More? 500? Yes. Wow, nice. 500. So what did they do with all those people? Well, they opened up aerials. <laughs> Wait a minute. Aerials is so dated. Uh-huh. And they were also using the bars. Oh, my God. So if you, if you were not seated at the bar, mm. Cruise Cup, or what is the one next to... Cape May. I can't remember the name of that place. Yeah, I can't remember. That bar, they were overflow seating. Wow. 500 overbookings. Wow. Because they know what a lot of people did on Thanksgiving is is just did the, they booked it. And then we were talking with a couple Disney people about they've discovered how people are working their way around the, the $10 no show fee. Mm, yeah. It's ruthless, man. Just ruthless. Well, I can tell you how to get around it too. Yeah, but we're not going to talk about it on the air. Okay. But yeah, it's ruthless. Text me. I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Disney, it's uh Tony Casanova. <laughs> Tony. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the giant loophole you can drive a tractor trailer through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was pretty good. Had a great time. Kudos again. Disney uh, did a great job over at Cape May Cafe. Good. The seafood side was amazing. The Thanksgiving side was amazing. It's all good. In the hood. You saw food. Saw food. I ate, ate food. Yeah. All right. Anything else we want to talk about? <laughs> Mo's. No. We have Mo's for dinner and it's kicking both of our butts. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing you want to talk about tonight? Uh, well, Sunday I popped into our friend uh, Greg McCullough's new store. Greg McCullough. Of the uh, clan McCullough. Yeah. And I will tell you, uh, if you do go to Disney Springs this uh, till January, that's when his uh, stay is. Uh, he's in the old uh, Little Mismatch sock store, kind of next to Goofy's Candy. Uh huh. And uh, the Star Wars Outpost. Sandwich it's still candy. there. Yeah. The Star Wars Outpost still, is still there. Yeah, Star Wars thing, and uh, it's kind of sandwich in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so he had his normal art, you know, pieces that just. The big piece and the small pieces. Right. But he did a ton of oil paintings. You know, he was doing that remnant thing that he was telling us, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. what was it, a year ago, probably mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, so he's there every day from 1 to 7.30 p.m. Wow. Except for Mondays. That's his day off. And, uh, you know, there's everything from, uh, you know, twenty nine ninety nine to uh, $45,000. So <laughs> that's a hell of a leap. <laughs> yeah. And so did uh, you buy one of the $49,000 pieces? No, of I did not. I didn't see it when I walked in. Yeah. It must be, yeah. is it going to be installed? Yeah. It's <laughs> going to have an installation. Uh, yeah, but it's, uh, it's, it's beautiful stuff. I mean, he really did some really, and some of it is not the, some of the remnant things are not Disney esque. It's just contemporary art. Right. So even if you're not into, Disney stuff, but you like nice art, right? Uh, you know, this still fits the bill. So, 
I was chatting with him, and uh, you know, his intention was to go on the road, but now with the festival, arts, uh, festival of the arts coming up, uh, that may get postponed a little bit longer than he thought. So, but I would definitely tell you go visit him. Uh, if you buy something, he'll sign it. He's there, like I said, from one to seven thirty. Uh, very friendly. We'll chit chat your ear off. Yep. You know, um, and go check it out. He's a good guy. Yeah, Disney Springs. Really good guy. Yep. Yep. Greg McCollum. Excellent. Yep. All right. So nothing else that I want to add. So why don't we just get into the news? And now Disney Parks Podcast News. All right, everybody. Uh, Tony and I got to experience the void when it was the Star Wars experience. I can't remember the exact name of it, but nomenclature has never been yeah. my thing. Uh, but now you can experience Ralph Breaks Virtual Reality at the Void at Disney Springs and across the country at Downtown Disney District right now. It's there. Ralph is in the house. Uh, Rick, uh, Ralph Breaks VR is a one-of-a-kind hyper-reality experience by ILM X Lab and the Void based on the new Walt Disney Animation Studios film, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, which, by the way, $89.9 million. Mm. Good job, guys. Yeah. Second highest opening for a Disney movie, animated movie, uh, which opened this week to the delight of guests both at Disney Springs and downtown Disney District. Uh, so now we can share a little bit of a look inside the thrilling multisensory experience. Teams of four people uh, will join Wreck-It Ralph and Vanellope Von Schweetz and break into the Internet disguised as characters from the film called Netizens. There, guests adventure their way through Dunderdome and Pancake Milkshake Diner and encounter the new antagonist named Bev, which stands for Built to Eradicate Viruses. Nice. So, yeah, check that out. I think that would be kind of cool. We need to go do our pilgrimage and go check that out, see how similar or different it is from the Star Wars experience. Will there be guns? (laughs) That's what I want to know. I'm, Do I get to shoot something? Yeah, and I will never be in front of you, ever, <laughs> ever again. The uh, second he got yeah. his gun, from I felt on my back. <laughs> you just two-handed, yeah. two guns, uh, just yeah, two me guns. In the head. You, you and Sarah, boom, 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 boom. Yep. Yeah, buddy, it's nice. Okay, we're going to get a peek uh, behind the scenes of the Lightning McQueen Racing Academy, which is coming. Uh, soon, I think to both parks, actually. Yep. Uh, we're going to get this on the Disney Parks Presents, a 25-day of Christmas holiday party special. <laughs> so that's 10 times fast. It's rolled right off the tongue, Disney. Thanks, Disney. Your nomenclature is the best. Uh, the Disney Parks Presents, a 25 days of Christmas holiday party, is now on Disney Now app, and then on December 1st at 8 p.m., Eastern Time, it'll be on the Disney Channel. Hmm. This festive half-hour special features appearances and performances from your favorite Disney Channel stores. During the special, they will take viewers behind the scenes of Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy at Disney's Hollywood Studios, where you will be able to step right into the world of Disney's Pixar cars. This all-new, high-octane show opens in the park's Sunset Showcase in the spring of 2019 as part of 
the overall transformation of Disney's Hollywood studio. Taking on uh, the role of a rookie racer, you'll cruise into the theater and find yourself face-to-face with Lightning McQueen, appearing live on stage. McQueen and the entire audience are enveloped by a giant wraparound screen that is nearly two stories tall and stretches more than 200 feet from end to end. Pull everyone into the action. Every time I try to leave, they keep pulling me back in. Uh, the racing legend is uh, excited to showcase what he's learned over the years. Of course, as Lightning McQueen has discovered throughout his career, things don't always go according to plan, and he has to think fast to get back on course. Friends like Tomator, Cruz Ramirez, and Lightning's pals from Radiator Springs chime in with their support as Lightning gears up for the challenge. Disney Parks Live Entertainment is working closely with creative team at Pixar Animation to bring the new Cars story to life. Stay tuned to the Disney Parks blog or the obviously the TV show uh, in the coming months as they will be sharing more information. So tune in December 1st, 8 p.m. Disney Channel for Disney Park presents a 25 days of Christmas holiday party. I'll be on a boat. Sorry. So <laughs> no. is this taking over? Is this Sunshine... Uh, sunset showcase is that where Beauty and the Beast has been? No, that's that's in the, oh, the thing by the Aerosmith. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah, the where Club Disney was. Yeah. Wow. I I thought that was a spectacular building. I agree. I think they should have just left it open as a little lounge thing. Sold soda, snacks, maybe even some. Grab and go sandwiches and the charging stuff. I thought was fantastic. Yeah, well, you didn't have to have characters. Oh uh, well, I I get it. They, they, they cost built money. it and nobody came. Yeah, uh, no, we went. It was always crowded. It was always crowded. Uh, hey, John, we hey. had a trivia question last hey, week. Tony, you ready? Totally. What milestone did Mickey's debut short film achieve? And that was. Totally synchronized music That's correct. with the cartoon. That's right. Uh, and the winner is Dave. And Dave, as we like to say, it's in the mail. It wasn't that Steamboat Willie? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. That yep. was Walt whistling and doing the voice of Mickey. Yep. Uh, keeping with Mickey's 90th birthday right. theming, we have another Mickey question. On the original. Okay. Not the Britney Spears version. <laughs> Not the current version, but the original. Yeah. You know, Annette and Cubby and all them. Mm-hmm. Mouse Club TV show, what day was Talent Roundup Day? It was a day that You have ended, a one in seven shot. It was a day that ended with a Y. That's correct. I knew it. I finally got the right answer. <laughs> okay, so on the original Mickey Mouse Club TV show, what day was Talent Roundup? Send that answer to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, you got a one in seven chance. If you know anything about how the original show aired, mm-hmm. you can start doing some math, and mm-hmm. that raises your chances. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, don't send me all seven answers, <laughs> or do. <laughs> please do, please do, please do. Uh, all right, so guys, one of the things, do we want to let that piece of information out yet, or do we want to keep it advertising? No, we'll save it. Save it. All right, cool. All right. One of the things that we would like to do is encourage you 
to uh, to join us. Join us, kids. On the seat, this is so low. I fell down. Sorry. I got too comfortable. I almost fell asleep. My own show. This podcast. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, one of the things we like to do is we invite you over to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. That's a community that we're building over there of people who not only love Disney but also love the show and uh, who help support what we do here. We do uh, live shows all night on Monday, and we do a, a show on Wednesday, a show on Friday, and we publish a show on Monday. Uh, we also put live uh, – not live. We also put uh, – video content out there as well. We have a, uh, a Facebook community that's just for our Patreons. We want you to be a part of that. And to be a part of it, you have to sign up to be a Patreon. Uh, we have all sorts of stuff that we're doing over there. And we're, we did our planning session this weekend, and I'll probably refer to that a couple of times. Uh, we've got some really cool stuff that we're doing over there uh, to help incentivize you to going over to to be a Patreon. A lot of really cool things there. So go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast and sign up today. Well, staying over on, well, we did the we did the Patreon show earlier when we were at Disneyland, so we're staying on the West Coast for a little while. 2019 Disneyland After Dark events have been announced. Sweetheart's Night and 90's Night. Nice. Disneyland After Dark, which is a special after-hours park experience featuring unique entertainment, specialty food, collectible merchandise, and more, will return in 2019 with two, count them, two fun-filled events. Sweetheart's Night on February 7th and 90s Night on March 7th. They should have to dress in those horrible 90s outfits. Mm -hmm. Both events will take place at Disneyland Park after closing. I'm going to say clothing. (laughs) Clothing is not optional. Clothing is not optional. (laughs) Uh, With mix-in access beginning at 6 p.m. So I guess the party starts at what, 7? Probably. Oh, no. Park closes at what, probably 9. You can get in as early as 6. Mm-hmm. Select attractions throughout the park will also remain open exclusively for event guests. Here's some more uh, uh, details. On Sweetheart Nights, the happiest place on earth transforms into the most romantic place on earth. Mm-hmm. On February 7th, which is... Seven days too early? Seven days early. <laughs> uh, and love will certainly be in the air. Dress to impress and bring your sweetheart to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, love song themed dance parties throughout the night, as well as a royal ball experience. Mm-hmm. Encounters with beloved Disney couples, including Eugene and Rapunzel, okay, Aladdin and Jasmine, mm-hmm. and of course Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. All right. Uh, immersive photo opportunities, including romantic scenes from iconic Disney films. Hmm. Sweetheart-themed decor, as well as romantic food. <laughs> What's romantic about chocolate? I don't know. I mean, it's not Moe's, trust me, because yeah. we had Moe's tonight. Yeah. It's not romantic. Uh, beverages and romantic merchandise offerings. Uh, also available is unlimited Disney PhotoPass digital downloads of your photos capturing uh, captured during this event. Hmm. Welcome to Moe's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 90s night. Nice. Sit around, listen to Pearl Jam, and complain about the man. Or Nirvana. 
Uh, yeah. On March 7th, you can relive fond Disney memories and party like it's the 90s. Come dressed in your favorite 90s best attire and step back in time to experience a special 90s-themed fireworks show. Throwback musical uh, entertainment. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, reimagine Disney Afternoon Avenue with special greetings from favorite Disney characters from the 90s and interactive photo opportunities. Now, that's not fair. Because DuckTales mm. is current again. So right. are we are DuckTales? I don't know. Uh, Decade-inspired uh, decade food, beverages, and merchandise. <laughs> Radical. Okay. A commemorative fanny pack. <laughs> I got to get one of those. A commemorative fanny pack, an unlimited Dis- Disney photo pass, digital downloads if your photos captured during the event. Tickets are on sale now at Disneyland.com. Funny thing is... A lot of people going to that event are probably going to be from the 90s. Well, They're already going to have their own fanny pack. Yeah, exactly. Like The Rock. Ooh, <laughs> just smell. Okay. Uh, this next story is a warning as well as news. <laughs> wow, this, this broke, and I thought Tony, I thought I could hear Tony scream from my house, which is very, very, very far away. Uh, so, hepatitis A has been confirmed at Marimoto, Asia, as a worker has infected with hep A. So, this is what's happening. So, the local news here in Orlando is reporting that the Florida Department of Health has identified a hepatitis A infection in a worker among food service staff at the popular Disney Springs restaurant Marimoto, Asia, run by the Pantina Group. Oh, here it comes, boys so, and girls. So, Lulu, uh, not Lulu, uh, Villa, uh, Villa Napoli, Tutta Gusta, Tutta Italia, Mario and Enza's, Pizza Point, uh, The Edison, Marimoto Asia, all run by this one hepatitis A company. The Edison. I said Edison. Uh, according to ABC, uh, WFTV Channel 9 here in Orlando, Officials are encouraging vaccinations for guests who patronize the Walt Disney World Resort establishment between November 6th and November 16th of this year, 2018. So if you went to Marimoto, Asia, between November 6th and November 16th, uh, you should get your Hep A vaccination. Mm, mm, mm. The Florida Department of Health says those experiencing sudden ab- uh, ab- Ab- Abdominal? Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, discomfort, dark urine. That would be bad. <laughs> Fever. Define dark. Yeah. Fever, diarrhea, or jaundice, yellowing of the skin and the eyes, should seek medical care immediately. Oh, crap. The Department of Health spokesperson, Kent Donahue. No relation. <laughs> was quoted as saying, hepatitis A, vaccination, or immune global, a global... Globulin. Can't even talk today. It's all right. It's English. May provide <laughs> protection against the disease if given within two weeks after exposure. Therefore, those who consumed food and beverage in, at the restaurant between November 6th and November 16th should promptly contact their health care provider to receive vaccinations. Those who have received uh, the two doses of Hep A vaccination in the past do not need another vaccination. Neither do they uh, 
if they've previously had Hep A. So if you've had it or had the shot, you're okay. Go there tomorrow. Right. Uh, while located on Walt Disney World property, the Pan Asia Restaurant is not owned by the Walt Disney Company. Maramota Asia is part of the Pantino Restaurant Group owned by Delaware North Companies Incorporated, who have not commented on the situation. Losers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, concerned customers can call 877-404-3821 and leave their information. It's a callback number of the Florida Department of Health. Uh, if you want more information regarding the Department of Health's notice, contact 407-858-1420. So is the restaurant back open or is it still closed? I believe it is because I, I, I went down there, but I, I didn't walk past it because I didn't want to know. You or didn't want to cry? I didn't want to see anything. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to see a big notice in the window. <laughs> oh, crime scene tape? <laughs> yeah, crime scene tape, whatever was going on. So oh I, 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 I kind of avoided that area. So I don't – I'm not sure. I was down there Sunday. I just didn't want to look. Oh, geez. That's yeah. horrible. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, look. I want to know how they found out that this worker had Hep A. Yeah. You know. And I want to know how – for those of you who are listening live or those of you who are listening to, you know, on, his, on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever, shoot us an email. Or if you're listening live, drop us a mm. comment in the comment section. How is hepatitis A, A, transmitted? Yeah. And B. Is it contagious? How did they know? Mm. I mean, well, obviously it's contagious. Yeah. Because, you know, but how is it transmitted person mm. to person? And, you know, what's the shelf life of that if, you know, because they go in and. Yeah. I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on this podcast. Right. <laughs> now, I do know that sometimes. Viruses will break out, uh, like on a cruise ship. Like I'm mm. getting ready to go on a cruise, and I've been on cruise ships yeah. where and it goes viral quickly, uh, very quickly. So I've seen what they do to protect against it. It's like the people who are in a room that mm. are sick are moved to a a different quarantine area, area, quarantine area, and that whole room gets this deloused. It's not loused, but yeah, <laughs> gets this. They spray goes down. They spray everything. Well, Lysol, bleach. Yeah, they spray everything, and yeah. I've seen them do it. It's terrifying to watch, but mm. I would love to know what the process is, and I would love to know how they know, and I would also like to know if the restaurant's open. I'll mm. actually, I'll actually be down there this weekend yeah, or be, tomorrow. Yeah, so. you just walk around the corner. How's it going, guys? I'd like uh, hepatitis A and a sushi roll. Like a side of hepatitis A and uh, some bomb bomb balls, please. That's Thank what Jen's you. saying. Great. Take Great. a sushi roll and a vaccination for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Deluxe Burger at Disney Springs is going to serve limited time breakfast through January 1st because there's a crap ton of people here. Yeah. Uh, Disney Springs gets crazy during the holidays. Yeah, it's yeah, it's ludicrous. So I get it. I yeah. mean, they need a lot of places for serving breakfast. Now, oddly enough, I guess it was the week of Christmas or week of Thanksgiving. Last week we were live at uh, on WDW Park Hoppers at the Edison, and that place was dang near a ghost town at 7 p.m. Like wow. a lot of the servers were like, there's nobody here. There was probably a couple hundred people in a space that's built for, you know, five or six hundred people. Mm. But anyway, beginning back on, beginning, excuse me, Moe's, beginning back on, we're never ordering Moe's again. <laughs> 
beginning on Black Friday and going through January 1st, Deluxe Burger is going to be serving breakfast daily from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. Now, on this menu uh, is a delicious variety of breakfast sandwiches and burgers, <laughs> a crispy chicken biscuit, mm-hmm. egg white frittata sandwich, Greek yogurt parfait, and more. Uh, so you can find the menu online. They're also going to be offering coffees, juices, shakes uh, that will also be offered as well as their fresh cut fries. So you're basically you're you're getting lunch for breakfast. Yeah. It's as long as they put an egg on a burger, I'm down with that. That's right. that's breakfast for me. You're not an egg fan, I know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm surprised more places aren't serving breakfast down there for Christmas. Oh no! What? I'm not going to say, but if you are come to the Facebook page and look at yeah. the chat room and you'll find out how it's transmitted, yeah. God help us all. All right. Next up. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Sam. I'm not going to sleep for the rest of my life. Uh, Disney has confirmed the Skyliner gondolas will not. Hot, 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 hot. Have stuff. air conditioning. Hot, 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 hot. Now, uh, so at Destination Day, which I was at, we had a little close-up. Uh, I actually touched a gondola. Did That's it burn our, when you touched yeah. it? Like, ah, it's already hot. hot. Uh, since this project was first announced, most Disney fans have had only one major concern, and that's will the gondolas have air conditioning. There have been numerous comments online confirming one way or another, but now Disney has commented directly. Net, comrade. Yeah. So today, well, it's actually the other day, uh, the Orlando Sentinel reports that a Walt Disney World spokesperson uh, confirmed that the gondolas will not have AC. The cabins were specifically tailored to provide a comfortable ride for the guests in the Florida climate, she said. The units will use cross-ventilation for sufficient airflow and the reflective windows to prevent direct sunlight, she says. Unless you're in it, honey. <laughs> then we have a problem. Here's here's the thing. For some people... And when you cram this thing full of people... Twelve people. Mm-hmm. That, that makes perfect sense. If you're okay with it being 104 degrees out mm-hmm. and it being 86 degrees, mm-hmm. which is roughly human body temperature... Mm-hmm. I would like to see the testing. I would like to hear what they say is uh, a comfortable ride, a yeah. sufficiently cooled. Yeah. I would like to see that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. I, I will probably not be riding this thing a lot because mm. of my weirdness with heights, mm. and especially when I found out like, twelve people in a car. Twelve people in a car. That's well, more people than you can put in an in an elevator. Well, that I think that depends on how many scooters and strollers and wheelchairs are scooters in Scooters and strollers. Those things are heavy. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Ugh. All right. Uh, speaking of Disneyland, uh-huh. <laughs> new Disneyland limited-time discount ticket offers are available for 2019. Oh, yeah. These are good. Disneyland has announced a new ticket offer for 2019 that will let you, yes, you, experience Get Your Ears On, mm. a Mickey and Minnie celebration. Lunar New Year, the Disney California Food and Wine Festival, Mm -hmm. and so much more for as little as $70 per day. That's a steal. That's a 
hell a bargain for a three-day ticket. Yeah. Uh, get your ears on. A Mickey and Minnie celebration begins in late January. It includes a new nighttime show called Mixie, Mickey's Wiki 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 Mix Magic and the return of Mickey's Sensational Parade. The tickets can be purchased now through May 18th of 2019 and are good from January 7th through May 23rd of 2019, except spring break, Wait, April fair. 14th through the 22nd. Fair. Disney Max Pass can be added to the tickets for as little as 10 bucks a day. That's a steal because it's normally, I think, 50 So a three-day one-park ticket is 210 with the Max Pass, 230 That's a steal. So technically it's $20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Three day park hopper ticket is two hundred and sixty with max pass two ninety. A four day one park ticket is two twenty nine or max pass two sixty nine. A four day is two seventy nine, max pass three nineteen. A five day one park ticket is two hundred and thirty nine dollars. Wow. Which is amazing. If you notice the more days, the cheaper the price. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Or with Max Pass, it's yeah. two eighty nine. A five day park hopper is two eighty nine. With Max Pass, it's three thirty nine. Now the special tickets include one Magic Morning, which allows early access to Disneyland Park on select days, typically Tuesday, Thursday, or Saturday. The tickets expire thirteen days after the first use, or my mom's birthday, whichever comes first. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, it's May twenty third. But you should know and send my mom a card. Right. Uh, there's also some discount offers at the hotels uh, at the Disneyland Resort during that time period that can save you up to 25% on your stay. Why the turnaround? Why is Disneyland all of a sudden is like, hey, yeah, come on down? I don't know. It's not like it's a slow time. Do you think they're 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 getting everybody prepared? Hey, come on in, come on in, enjoy yourselves. Because after the after, after Star Wars opens, you're, you're not, not going to come in. in. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to get near this park. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe they're trying to entice everybody to get it in while they can. Sweet. All right. Uh, we have some new information uh, about Cirque du Soleil here in Florida. Uh, there was a job posting that kind of hints at uh, some information. So since the edited job posting has given a very specific timeline for the new Cirque show coming to Disney Springs, here's a look at the timeline that was posted on a job board for Cirque du Soleil and the re- relevant dates. <laughs> Welcome to Mo's. <laughs> November 27, 2018 is the submission deadline for the job posting. Then September 9th to November 29th of 2019, there'll be training in Montreal. Mm-hmm. And then December 16th to March 19th, 2020, rehearsals will be in Orlando. Then on March 20, 2020, stage performances begin. So, apparently it's going to happen around March 2020. Right. So there could be some soft openings and then, you know, hey, maybe, I don't know, May, whatever. Right. Uh, The character to be cast uh, in this job role that they posted is a tall, slim man uh, who is a father-like figure. Uh, the show is described as a collaboration with Walt Disney Imagineering in Orlando, Florida. A name for the new show still has not been given. It's worth noting that the job posting has been since updated to remove the dates. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, in reference to any Imagineering. 
Of course, it's more than likely that the dates were removed because they weren't supposed to be posted in the first place and they were incorrect. A show usually takes about two years to be created, but it's a likely uh, it's likely that a collaboration with Imagineering will take longer than a show uh, that's built uh, 100% in-house. The new original show will be created by Cirque du Soleil and will pay homage to Disney's rich history of animation with a vivid story told in a way that only Cirque can deliver. I, I mean, they've done some, you know, Elvis and the Beatles and, uh, what was it, Jimi Hendrix or Bob Michael Dylan, Jackson. Michael Jackson. They've done some really imaginative shows mm-hmm. with brands already. So mm-hmm. I yeah, kind of trust them with this. You know, yeah. it may be a little out there from what I've seen from the other shows, but, hmm. you know. I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. It'll be, it should be fun. Um, Maybe hope- we could get, like, those seats we had that time. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, and oh, God. God. <laughs> right in the front row Boom. and that bite coming right at you. <laughs> it's like, all right, dude. Okay, you got to stop. My heart's coming out. Uh, I yeah. mean, I just was covering one thing. <laughs> Two, three things, technically. Two, three things, Maybe. Exactly. All right. Uh, so yeah, that'd be fun. I'm looking forward to when that comes out. And I know they say it takes two years, but that that place has been shuttered for almost a year. Mm. It, it a year a year ago. Yeah, this time of year, wasn't it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, anything else you'd like to add before we? No. All right, guys. We want to encourage you to come to uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com. Check out our show archives as well as all of our blog posts and different links to fun stuff there. You'll also find the link to our DisneyParksPodcast.com slash shop. We're adding new t-shirt and cups and all sorts of shenanigans uh, weekly. We're adding new stuff there. You can check that out. We're also working in some of the older designs for some of the old Disney by the Numbers t-shirt club stuff there. Uh, We're working on that. Uh, You can come find us on Facebook uh, Instagram and YouTube at Disney Parks Podcast and on the Twitter at Disney Podcaster. Again, meet us Monday nights, most Monday nights. We've got a few dates that we're missing here coming up. Uh, Monday nights at 8 p.m. You can watch the show live. Disney, uh, Facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. And if we don't see you online, we will see you in the In the parks. <laughs> The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a boat of the blue Fate steps in and sees